0: what everyone else had Um, but I have Prince Charles in the conservatory with the lead pipe anyone anyone else have any other clues no Okay. any football games on today Yeah, yeah week five in the NFL can you believe it and Tom Brady already lost a ring Okay, uh, once, once again, give another happy birthday to Pam. Um, I also have a, a unique uh, identity. Um, I actually identify as a place, but I am location non-binary. So my preferred pronouns are neither here nor there. Thank you, everyone. I'm Ruben Anthony. Hey, Ruben Anthony, everyone. Oh, oh, by the way, happy indignant People's Day because they've got a lot to be pissed about
1: (laughs) yay wordplay Ruben anthony hooray yay all right uh your next comedian everybody we're gonna so i'll tell you what's going on we have like one or two comedians left and then we're gonna put on the breaker and we'll talk to because at seven o'clock we've got marty Cunny is gonna teach a workshop so you should all stick around i know some of you reserved and that's fantastic but you should stay i have no idea what he's gonna do but it's gonna be fantastic And uh, put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. Charles Jr. Yay!
2: Thank you, thank you, thank you. I know what you guys are thinking. As you saw me walk up on stage and you thought to yourself, the hell, this guy who made the karate kid the karate kid doing on stage right now? I get it. I look like an 80s bully. Oh, it makes a lot of sense. I also look like somebody who's gonna inherit a lot of money and lose that money on a coke addiction that's also inherited. Yeah, no, I I get it, I look like a bully, look like a bully. But no, I did get bullied for a little bit. I'm allergic to gluten, as my bullies used to call me, "glutarded." I know a lot of people nowadays, they spend their time fighting white privilege, which I I agree, I think we should. Um, I spend my time fighting wheat privilege. Do you enjoy sourdough? No, (laughs) not one bit. Yeah, talk about going to Olive Garden. Yeah, fucking don't like me there. You know, I'll go there sometimes and they'll give me a gluten-free menu and more often than not, look at it and just says, what the fuck out of here, we don't have anything for you. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty all right. You know, gluten's affected a lot of my life, it really has. It's affected uh, my spirituality. Like I can never be Christian. The body of Christ will fucking kill me back to my political beliefs, too. Like, I can never be a socialist, you know? Couldn't just wait in line to die. Those bread lines are fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. You know, I still get bullied, though. Still get bullied. The other day I got called a stupid fucking moron. You understand. <laughs> couldn't get mad at it, though. I really couldn't. I only got two or three things right. Yeah, I'm stupid. Yeah, I'm a moron. I sure as hell ain't fucking. Yeah, thank you for that. Appreciate it. Happy birthday, Pam. Yeah. I'm a I'm a comic out of Portland. I came down here for the festival. And um yeah, it's it's been good. <laughs> it's the largest laugh I've gotten out of this man tonight. Saying I'm from Portland. Coming down to San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my birthday was um, on Friday. Oh, thank you. Um, uh, f- hell yeah. I feel like I'm getting, o- oh, I know I'm getting older. I feel like I'm getting more mature. Uh, like, I was actually excited to get underwear this year. I was really excited. Just a bonus, that there was dinosaurs on it, you know? Yeah, been, uh, been good. Getting older has been uh, been a wild ride. I also got a biology degree, which is why I'm on stage in front of you right now. Really serving me well. And I saw something I I don't think Charles Darwin ever would have imagined his entire life. I saw Natural Selection via Toyota Tacoma a couple weeks ago. I don't think I've ever seen an animal do that many flips outside of a Disney movie. (laughs) Yeah. I guess I just have a fucked up imagination. That was wild, though. Yeah, that's uh, has been my time. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you, to the Muni Radio Comedy Festival. Have a good night. Woo! Yay!
1: Charlie Jr. Charles now here he is. Yay! He will. Is there? Is did everyone go up? Yeah, that. So those are larges on stage. So do you like an L? Yeah. So L's are on stage. Mediums are in that corner. Smalls are over here, and the back is the XLs. And Marty, you have to grab a bag too. And that, but they're XLs and. Um, three XLs and two XLs and all those things. So just look for the corresponding letter to your size. Uh, and then I will tell just a couple jokes, and then we'll take a break. Yay! Have a donut. Yeah. You want to eat a donut? There's a couple left. Oh no, like they're mini donuts. They don't have any calories in them. Or you can they're tiny ones. If you sometimes if you break them in half, the calories fall out the middle. Did you know that? That's like a hundred percent scientific. I totally want to abduct a fifth grader and win the science fair with that idea. Does anybody does anyone a science fair winner? Are there any winners in here? Woo, you were a science fair winner? I was not. I was a big loser. Uh, and that's that's okay because what I want to do now is I sometimes I go home and I smoke a ton of weed and I think about science fairs for like my aborted ghosts of my children. Uh, one of them would be in fifth grade right now, so I feel like we could totally win the fucking science fair. And I'm excited to do that. Um, I didn't have a baby because that's gross, but also because I love drinking. Does every does anyone else love to drink and they think that you're Yay. So I'm like such a responsible adult. Like, I got a DUI, and they're like, How are you never going to come back? And I was like, I'll never drive again. <laughs> and it's like, How are you going to be a, a, a responsible parent? I'm not. <laughs> I like to drink on Tuesday just because. <laughs> My whole life has been changed so I can get free drinks. Like, it's like, I'm working. <laughs> yeah, sorry so i love drinking and i thought this science fair i can win the fucking science fair Uh, with this is chemistry i don't know if anyone remembers chemistry but you a little bit i i as an alcoholic vomit in the morning sometimes like i pound a bunch of water and then sometimes it just comes up and then i'm like oh i feel better i'm gonna and then i poop and i'm fine so and i'm like oh the poison's out (laughs) the poison's out okay so What if I take the ghost of the child and they get a little notepad and a stop timer and I put eight ounces of water in the refrigerator and it's 38 degrees, right? And then I pound the water and the child times how long it takes me to vomit, not into the toilet or the tub or the sink, but into a cup. And then the child will take the temperature of the water and we can find out how many calories I burned being an alcoholic we can make graphs and charts see you understand basic chemistry everyone else was like um can i look that up on my phone right now like what is raising one ounce of water one degree is a calorie it's something you learn in basic chemistry those of you who forgot it or took it on your phone for the zoom generation how could they ever learn anything <laughs> it's so funny you know i used to be a teacher i used to be a special education teacher and i got out of that in 2001 because no child left no child left behind came about and i was like look at them systematically call critical thought from our education system and they did it you did it george jobs you did it everyone they don't know any no one memorizes anything you look at your phone and you go tell me the truth sorry i get so heated Uh, It's just, 9-11 was an inside job. Doesn't that seem so obvious at this point? (laughs) I feel like even whispering it is stupid. I should scream it from the rafters. I'd like them to come after me. Make me famous, government, kill me. That would be great. Don't say that out loud. Shit. Are they listening? Whose phone is recording them right now? Has this happened to you recently? There's a thing called Bixby. I don't know who the fuck this CIA agent is, but out of nowhere it just starts recording me and writing things down. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening with this stupid smartphone? This who is listening to this? How did they get my number? Is it that important? Like, okay. Am I making this? I don't know who Bixby is, but they're fucking doing something on my Android. I don't know what's happening. Also, last joke, this or truth or conspiracy. I think that touch screen phones are actually uh, the technology behind them is the dead souls of Chinese babies. So I think that every touch phone has like eight dead Chinese babies inside of it. And they're the ones doing the heavy lifting. No, is this, has anyone ever heard this theory? None of you, I, you like my, I like, I think we're like, well, we got to share some menopause material later. We're, we're going to, like, we're the only ones that no one understands. And they're like, why are they going crazy? It's like, have you, none of the guys have ever had a hot flash. Okay, uh, this has been really fun. We're going to take a 10 minute break and then stick around for Marty's class. It's going to be great. Um, You're welcome to stay and then you're welcome to come also to the Bar in Dolores for later. And there's no, like, hard stop on that show. So we can just have fun or do whatever. Okay, everybody, yay, clap your hands together.
3: Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? The internet ocean has to offer ya. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced (laughs) McRat. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at
4: the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! 499. John Wesseck here. I have a new poetry collection on Amazon. Here's the title poem The Shaman in the Library. Naked except for a loincloth, ritual scars and streaks of red clay, he attends the staff meeting. All haircut, back straight, face impassive. Why is he here? No one knows. Since the library opened, he's pushed the loaded book cart and replaced Suzanne Summers and Gwyneth Paltrow in the diet and exercise section. Trembling patrons pay late fees promptly when he stands by the circulation desk. A few parents complain their teenagers shadow him chasing rumors of hallucinogenic ayahuasca vines hidden in the botany section, and after the singed carpet incident management forbade cooking fires. No more fresh rabbit meat, only packets of microwaved cassava. He pricks his fingertip at shift's end and fills out his time sheet with human blood. It's a good life. His employer provides health insurance and a retirement plan. But when the wild parrots come to strip fruit from nearby trees, he remembers the land of his birth, his vision quest, fasting to the point of death and how his spirit animal came to him. He remembers inhabiting the jaguar's body, its savage strength, and the power he gained, power to take life and heal. Free from culture and convention he hunted at night, the heart-pounding chase The taste of wild boar's blood. I was just leaving the theater.
5: (laughs) 1969 gold Cadillac with the white material, I drove it up
0: here.
6: And I started
0: to do some thinking. I am having okay. a really, really good time. Flat black classic. big splits and cruising on the freeway. Good I am and is absolutely
7: right. I am <laughs> an
3: adolescent. And I will cut the Henry. Henry! Yeah, Charlie here. Yeah.
8: I have a report here, Henry, from your uh, from your chief nurse, Major and uh, She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to
7: believe. Uh the dude mine, man.
9: Black Block, a novel about protest from Sanjiro. A sample. The walk from Union Square to the bar is a long way for a drink. So, you want a few stopovers. You get warmed up at Lefty O'Douls, an old time tavern with memorabilia and a menu from another century. Then a Market Street dive to rub elbows with the hoy polloy. Next is a Folsom Leather Bar. The dark Garth soundtrack is a refreshing change from the usual jukebox anthems, but you must avert your eyes lest you observe gentlefolk in Flagrante. That means fucking. Tonight, none of these places are open unless looters are broken in. The city is shut down because of the riots. Thank you. Find me at sandrorider.com, and Black Block is on Amazon.
3: Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio, my friend. Got mutiny, mutiny, radio. Got mutiny, mutiny, radio. Got mutiny, ra- radio, my friend.
1: Have you heard of subliminal S? visual and auditory mind control. Graphic design, physical merchandise, live music promotions, go! www.subliminalsf.com
5: Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, and are having a good time. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio.
1: October 9th through 16th, 2022. The 7th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming to you. San Francisco, and beyond. So many venues this year. Atlas Cafe, Madam Race Car, The Bar on Dolores, El Rio, Baby Blues Barbecue, OMG, and the Alameda Comedy Club, as well as Emperor Norton's Land and Mutiny Radio. 28 shows all week. Get your tickets at Eventbrite and for free on Sunday the 16th. It's a block party, part of the Phoenix Day Block Party CU or Livable City, who brought you Sunday streets. We're going to have a block party. We're going to have the bacon, bacon food truck, art vendors, 40 comedians from all over the United States, outside, ready to make you laugh. Please come out to the 7th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival at eight different venues, October 9th through 16th, 2022. See you there.
7: Me to be. Controversy.
6: The National Lawyers Guild is dedicated to the need for basic change in the structure of our political and economic systems. They seek to unite lawyers, law students, legal workers, and jailhouse lawyers of America to function as an effective political and social force in the service of the people, to the end that human rights shall be regarded as more sacred than mere property interests. For more information about your legal rights, how to obtain legal assistance, or to donate, please contact the National Lawyers Guild at nlgsg.org. That's nlgsg.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio.
10: LSD FAP, Acid and Fapping, Fapping and Acid, Acid and Fapping, Fapping and Acid, fap fap, fap fap, Fap 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 Acid. Thank you. That song is called Acid and Fapping. Invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the chancellor.
11: Check one two.
2: The Whitewater tyranny. Hey, you guys hear us out there? Okay. Yeah. In the neoliberal workplace.
11: Can you guys uh, in the main room yeah. hear this mic? Is it going over the speakers? I now
2: for a
11: Sweet. Uh, there's a list up here. We're going to do basically the same joke workshop format there. style, except I'm gonna so to going to add a little more direction to it. We can only go to a certain of amount of spots, but if you want to sign up, uh, it's a list about half full. So go ahead and throw your name on there if you want. Hey, folks, how we doing out there? Muni Radio, how we feeling? Who's here? Come on, make some noise. Maybe that's some energy here. All right, what's up, you fucking losers? Um, uh, I'm Marty Cunning. I haven't been in this building in a while. Uh, It smells just as bad as I remember it. Uh, This is, uh, I'm excited to be here. This is not too complicated what I'm doing here. This is another joke workshop. It's similar to what we were doing before, just a little more direction from me. We have the list up here um everyone's gonna get eight minutes total my recommendation is four minutes and then we could do about four minutes of feedback um i'm recommending you guys uh, bring one finished bit to the stage one in progress bit and one bare premise that you've like really just kind of come up with and really want to get legs running with it okay and so the idea being that, like you know, when I first started out, I didn't really have a lot of practice workshopping with other people, and it wasn't until I started coming to Mutiny a lot and, uh, you know, doing the, the the joke workshops that I really started getting a feel for what that's like. And you know, it, it's really beneficial to me to work with other people on this stuff. Um, even just watching some of the sets when I came in here, I started writing things down, and it kind of reminds me of like these are the comedy rules I set for myself. These are the comedy rules that I would have expect of other people, you know, and. I'm not gonna say that anything I'm saying is expert advice. None of this I'm saying is fact when we talk about this workshop stuff about everybody's got their own process, everyone's got their own style. This is all just recommendations from peers. No one hears, you know, I'm not even a working comedian. Most of us aren't, you know, but the idea is that get 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 us kind of redirecting our brain, getting the creative juices flowing, uh, get it going in a different direction. And um, so, I'll start off with a like a really raw premise. Just listen, you guys. Listen to this. You don't have to offer feedback, but like this is the kind of thing that I would be bringing to friends, right? Uh, My example. uh, So I've been, uh, you know, a lot of people talk about the way like you know the millennial generation, the Gen X uh, generation, are fucking things up. But I have very positive proof that boomers are the ones who fuck things up because the amount of women that are attracted to me means that there's a lot of absentee fathers, uh, that's <laughs> right. Like that is, you know, that is a sure sign that something went fucked up. Now that's a pretty bare premise right there. Like it's a look, it's essentially a look like joke that, you know, takes a while to get to right. And I don't really have a second part of it, but you can see that I have the bare bones of it. Right. And so if I was, you know, we're not going to focus on me right now, I'd rather focus on you guys, but if you know, If that was part of a larger set, you could maybe say like, oh, tie this into this other thing or, you know, really play on this part. This was the funny part, you know, and a lot of people, you know, look like jokes. A lot of people don't know what they look like until you tell them. So like, you know, help us out here, right? This is a workshop. This is for us to have fun. You know, no one take offense. You know, no one's putting each other down. We're all just trying to get better at this comedy thing and have a good time, all right? So um, we'll do the same thing, honking, uh, four minutes. Uh, I'll honk at three. You don't have to go the full four. If you just have the three bits, the, you get them out and you want more feedback, we can do that. And I also, uh, I'm going to start off the feedback every time, but I really encourage everyone to come up and use this mic uh, to offer more feedback if you you know, really have something that's stuck out and you really want to offer something up. This is all very collaborative, all right? Um, sometimes I would not even go up with these mics. It was just so helpful for me to get my brain going in this direction, you know? And so um, I encourage everyone to take steps in that. And we have one or two spots Open left if you want to hop on here. Uh, So we'll start off with Angela Sawyer. So Angela, come up. Get this thing going.
12: Hi again. Very nice to see you once more. Uh, Some of you I saw earlier. And uh, let's do it again. Okay, so uh, finished bit. Uh, Let's start here. Uh, I'm uh, in my 50s, and uh, sometimes I'm friends with people who are in their 20s and that's always really nice. Uh, Recently, I had a heart-to-heart with a girl who's like, just turned 21, and we had this long talk, and at the end of it, she let it slip that when she gives her boyfriend a blowjob, at the end, she's like crying, got tears, and she can't breathe, and I was like, oh, oh, sweetie, you know you can suck dick mediocrely. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying do a bad job, but you don't have to get an Olympian award. (sighs) I'll tell you the truth. Like, if you get a C-minus in gym, they still let you graduate. (sighs) (laughs) There's finished. (laughs) I think that one's done. Uh, Let me think of uh, not finished. Uh, A good example of a joke that I've been trying to develop for a while is one that I told uh, when I was up here a couple hours ago. Uh, It's about... uh, A therapist that I had when I was 18, Uh, I say, uh, how does that joke start? It starts out with a joke that does work. Uh, I say, I don't want to freak you guys out, but uh, I don't have a therapist. I'm just out here like JFK with the top down. Just uh, (laughs) one day at a time, you know, just taking it slow. Uh, I did have one once. I had one when I was 18. Uh, What happened is I moved out of my parents' house when I was 18. I didn't have anybody go with me to get my first apartment. Uh, And so I just walked up to a building and asked them if I could live there. And (laughs) they told me that I needed a certificate of sanity to move in. And I was 18, so I didn't know that wasn't real. (laughs) They just treated me like my wellness check bounced. It was very confusing. (laughs) And so I I went to try and go get a certificate of sanity. And uh, so I called around. And um, there weren't very many therapists available for that job. Uh, so I got assigned the therapist from the state jail. <laughs> uh, yeah, guess who doesn't care when your parents don't like you? It's the jail therapist. That is who. That is who. Um, yeah, good news about the jail therapist is uh, three weeks in and you are cured. They, you are a clean bill of health. Uh, they just like, you still don't know how to make toilet wine? Get out of here, you know? <laughs> Uh so uh the good news about that is uh I got healthy and now I'm a 50 f- 50 year old lady and you're supposed to have baggage at this point <laughs> but I have moved in <laughs> I can buy my own fucking couch is the problem there. Okay so that's in development that one's not needs work uh especially near the end. Uh and uh I was just thinking uh this week actually I was just trying to think I w- I went to a bar earlier this week and on the playlist at the bar, they played the Stooges, and then they immediately played Amy Mann, and it made me so angry as a middle-aged person, <laughs> made me so angry, uh, because those are two sets of people who hated each other my entire life, <laughs> and now they're just old, now they're just all old. And uh, I don't have a punchline for that, it's just uh, something that makes me angry all the time. <laughs> uh, so those are my three, and if you have thoughts about them, I'd love to hear it. Thanks. Hey,
11: great! I keep I stay up there, you know. We respond to the hey, feedback, yeah. Uh, I think that was great. I think those are—that's exactly what I was looking for for the first thing. So thanks for the great example. Um, you've got great delivery. You clearly have some experience on stage. Uh, you kind of know what you're doing up there, which is great. It helps helps a lot with those jokes. Um, I like the the finish bit was good. Uh, you know, the C minus lets you graduate. That's a good. It's 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 kind of like I was a little bit expecting it, but it was like you you did the great delivery. You did it all like it did all right. I think one thing that would really put a cap on that is uh, what's the flip side. It's like, yeah, it's a C minus, but then like you can't even get into community college. Nice You know, yeah. and like what's what does that look like out of a relationship? Like keep yes. you've got a good analogy of if you can extend on the analogy, you know. Yeah. You don't want to put a hat on a hat too much, right? right not, you you don't wanna throw it track. out too much, but you've already spent a lot of time getting into this analogy. Yes. Right? Milk it a little bit. Okay. So I think that would be helpful. That's really helpful. Yeah. Um <laughs> the bit about the walk up for the with the, the certificate that's pretty funny. Uh is that a, that's a true story I'm assuming? The
12: story is true. Obviously there was no wellness check, but sure. like Sure. No, <laughs>
11: but like I know what you're saying. Like it's sound more incredulous.
12: Yeah, like yeah, yeah, you know yeah.
11: like what the fuck, you know? Like, yeah. If, uh, <laughs>
12: it, there's usually if I do that at a real show, there's usually some
11: some feedback, Time, yeah. Because
12: people are like, that makes no sense. So then you have to be like, I know. Yeah,
11: okay, good. <laughs> so you know that. Um, the, you know, with storytelling, I think the one bit I, the thing I learned the most from someone like John Mulaney is that if you're telling a long story, every bit of it has to be funny. So yeah, every like portion new... of the story has to have some kind of punchline. Right. And it's not like it has to all be analogies and stuff like that. Sometimes it's just like a point out the ridiculousness of something with you know, by, you know, John Laney will draw out a long word and be like, oh, okay, something like that, you know, like, and you have a lot of opportunities for that there.
12: Yeah. Um, more, I think more reactions to things might be useful.
11: Yeah. Yeah. And you, like I said, you've got the stage presence for it. So Thanks. throw it out there. Um, more of the, I, I was hoping you were going to go more into like the jail therapist stuff and that was good. Um, I think that you keep that going. You say like now I'm in my fifties and like, you know, something you still do something you learned from the jail therapist.
12: Oh, yeah. I you know, like I know I know
11: how the not to be somebody's right? bitch or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, that's great. Or like how to cope with being someone's bitch. Yes. Or something yes. like that. You're you know? reminded
12: me a long time ago when I first started writing that bit, uh, I went into a joke about bra shopping because my advice for somebody bra shopping was to punch the first sales <laughs> that you saw. And that's... that's it's like, I oh, went. wait,
11: no, wait like, sorry, cross my wires. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's good. And then... Um, I think that's yeah. It's I think that was all I got. Anybody else have anything? Thank you. Um, they were thinking about from that set. Um, come up, you can throw it on this mic here, or I can pretend to keep talking. Um, all right. Uh, there was one more thing. It was uh, this kind of the idea that maybe if you have like the walk up to the house, if you first you kind of present it as something like. You know that was how things were done back then yeah right now if you do that it's like who's crazier like the person walking up to the house or the person accepting the person who walked up to a house to sure. rent it you know sure. like who's who's more fucked up in this situation yeah right and yeah, so that's great and make the the like that's like kind of the the contrast of like that's how it was done back then right especially if you're doing a story you know you're doing a lot of stories about you know age differences and differences between generations sure you just that's one thing to highlight is like right. that's how, how would things that were story done. Of it yeah. Now, yeah. Yeah, like and you guys thought Craigslist was fucking weird, you know? Like yeah, yeah, we yeah. just fucking raw dogged it. We just right. went out sure. there and sure. hope for the best. You know? Yeah, that's
12: very helpful actually. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, because that's. I you know, when you don't know how to find an apartment and there's no internet, that's what you do. You just yeah. walk into buildings.
11: <laughs> yeah, and, like, not everyone can afford a newspaper ad. So you're just walked over and be like, this looks nice. And yeah. <laughs> I don't see any paintings in that room through the window. So, <laughs> you know, fingers crossed. That's Let's great. These yeah, people don't kill me. now? Yeah. Please.
12: Very nice. <laughs> Very
11: nice. Add, you know, puns. Clearly a pun guy, and they're always... Yeah. Something you can throw in there. So Absolutely. Yeah, that's good. And that's that's the kind of thing this is for, guys. Dumb tags like that. Not dumb, but you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> tags like that. Whatever you got, throw it up. And, and, and do come up to the mic because this is recorded. We like to, you know, if you want to hear it later or p- other people want to hear it, please come up to the mic and say it. Otherwise, and
12: radio listeners, he said, graded on a curve.
11: Yeah, see, there <laughs> we go. All right, that's Angela. Thanks, Thank Angela. So <laughs> All right, next we got Lydia.
13: I have a bachelor's degree in environmental science, and all I have to show for it is my armpit hair. A friend of mine from college had a baby recently, and I got to look at it. And we went out to lunch. It was her and her husband. She has her new baby, and we're eating. Or no, we ordered our food. We're waiting. See, that's my finished joke, and I already fucked it up. No feedback. No feedback. <laughs> I'm going to get into my shitty... I'm a big K-pop fan, and uh, a lot of K-pop fans, they get really hardcore, like, they learn Korean. I am not going to do that, and not because, like, I think it would be too hard for me, but, like, I love K-pop, and I feel like if I understood Korean, I would not. Like, right now, I'm a real K-pop tart. I like jamming, like, I like listening to the music, like, listening to a lot of BTS mostly, and, uh yeah the big tan boys <laughs> i like uh, thinking that their lyrics are like deep and meaningful but what if when they're singing their song go go and they go yolo 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 yo yolo yolo yo YOLO. what if you translate that into english And it means something stupid. Or like worse, what if it's problematic? What if those lyrics are like homophobic? I can't be jamming out to that. I am an ally. I don't like saying that word, though, because when someone refers to themselves as an ally, um, all they really mean is, I will use your preferred pronouns while I trash you behind your back. I uh, I actually got called out by a really good ally recently. I met someone new. I, I accidentally slipped up, and they're like, "Gonna mm, have to stop you right there because just now you said she seems really cool, and you should have said they are an insufferable waste of oxygen. Do better. That's my friend. Well, like allyship in Portland. Like, oh, and everybody is everybody's Polly. <laughs> Like white people don't share anything except our significant others. That's the joke I came up after your set at the last (laughs) workshop. Yeah. Yeah. That's my new thing. We're all poly. I, um, I don't want to, I'm like not into like ethical monogamy because like when is ethics fun? I like, I don't want to be poly. I want to be a fuck boy, like a girl fuck boy, like a frick chick. take some feedback i'll end it on the horn cool thanks
11: all right great stuff thank you lydia yeah
13: that joke that i didn't end up finishing is really good though (laughs) (laughs) maybe you'll hear it sometime yeah
11: too bad because i was uh wondering where the fuck that was going um (laughs) you said got to look at it about the baby is so that was is that the setup to the joke i think
13: yeah yeah you get to look at it because you can't meet a baby yeah, what? You can't meet a baby. Oh, cuz
11: they can't meet you. Yeah, you just kind of Yeah. Uh okay, so I don't want I want to harp on it too much cuz you clearly didn't like do the joke how yeah, you Yeah, I didn't it to. do the joke. No. Yeah. Uh, I would j- my only I'll problem? do it I'll
13: do it at the next show.
11: Sure, yeah. I said just really I think it was maybe cuz you abandoned it. It was like kind of here like that's what you are saying. You say got to look at it. Like you got to really emphasize that part. Like and you you just clearly know how to do that. So maybe it was just wrong off. Um I like where you went with the K-pop joke. I think maybe take a little less time getting to the meat of it because there was a lot of lead-in and a lot of act-out. But unless you can front-load that with some something more, some some more humor in the in the front end of it, it just takes a long time to get to what's good. And you know, you only get so much time each set, right? I would say try to trim that up a bit if you can. Uh, maybe, I, mean, I don't know if it's word economy or just trying to figure out what part of that is the most important part that sets up, you know, oh, what if they're saying something racist, mm-hmm. you know, like, <laughs> which is hilarious, right? Or, you know, I like, and I liked what you did with the, like, like all the, you know, Yolo, 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 um, or there's an the opportunity for misdirection there of the band. Like, what does that actually translate to? It's mm-hmm. like, you know, like something racist, like you already kind of touched on that. Might as well. actually
13: say something actually actually. say something well you
11: know you kind of you say it like but like you know not like you know nothing too crazy but something to be like oh wait (laughs) i shouldn't be listening to this you know like that kind of thing um i think there's yeah i think there's a good opportunity for that there and then um you did what i hope you're doing with the ally thing you gave an example you know the the act the act out of like what she said i would keep going with that tag that up a little bit more because i think again that's something you did a good job setting up milk it up a little bit more um and then everybody calls it ethical non-monogamy or whatever well so glad they differentiated between non-ethical non-monogamy you know like who the fuck would call it non-ethical non-monogamy like you know like that's kind of the crux of what you're getting at right Mm -hmm. is that like you know so glad you're like identifying as a good person by saying it's ethical you know like It's kind of the same theme that you have of this, like, you know, everybody being an ally, like saying one thing, but then doing something fucked up, you know, like it's another thing where people are identifying that themselves, but not actually like being good people, Mm. you know? So I think it's another opportunity for that there. What's up, Jared? Hey. Thanks,
13: bro.
5: (laughs) Just stay in the pocket and keep going. You, even I would I didn't uh, mean yeah. to disrespect
13: you guys as an No 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 you're like not you're, really
5: <laughs> you're not really disrespecting you're not um, really your disrespecting Yeah <laughs> Yeah so just just stay in the pocket, keep to- stay in the setup, keep telling
7: yeah.
5: and Another thing, uh, y- like I, I agree with Marty, I think you like that setup to the what is this Korean person saying? is uh, it was, like, get to the meat of it. Like, you didn't need to have, like, a whole act out. Like, that, you didn't really need to have that. Um, um, and, and then I would get more specific. Uh, so, like, I don't know, like, the reciting Mein Kampf.
11: Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. Along, the, along the line of what I'm getting to. Like, that's what the Yolo Yolo translates yeah. to. You yeah. Because I like what you I think your line is good. Keep that. But then, like, oh, then I read the actual translation. You know?
0: Mm-hmm. I, I just had a tag. Uh, when you said you want to be a fuck boy, then you say you want to be a girl fuck boy. Maybe she ended with a, I want to be a fuck them.
13: Uh, did I say frick chick? Said did frick I get chick. To th- okay, cool. Yeah. Or, 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 I
0: just or a fuck them or a fuck they. You know. Yeah, N- non ginger.
11: Fuck them. <laughs> All right, well, cool. That's uh. Oh, well, sorry. One more. Yeah, we got time for one more. Yes,
13: Rhode Island. Yeah.
11: Around the end of uh, which part? The first part? Or? If that was the, the lead up joke. The environmental that you didn't science finish. joke at yeah. yeah, the very beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah. A minor in, in braiding my armpit hair or something like that. Yeah. Cool. All right. That's Lydia. Thanks a lot, guys.
7: <laughs> girl, a lot. All
11: right. Uh, next up, we got Rebecca Ward. <laughs> Give it up for Rebecca. <laughs>
14: My name is Rebecca Ward. Uh, You probably know my parents maternity and psychiatric. Uh, And I'll tell you a little about myself. I'm I'm part Indian but my husband isn't. So every time we play Monopoly he tries to get me drunk and steal my properties a little bit at a time. And um, oh yeah I I should say my ex-husband because we got divorced and uh, he works for evil Comcast. And I told him he needs to tell people he works for Halliburton so they don't hate him as much as. <laughs> and uh, oh do you ever think of something really funny and you're the only one that thinks it's funny nobody else does. I call that my act. Um, so what I have been working on is um, I've been doing some cat material kitty cat material and I want to try it out new to see what you guys think. Um, I think my cat and I can talk to each other sometimes. I'll come home and I'll say hi. And my cat goes hi. And I came home and I said kitty are you sober or hi. And he goes hi. And I said "Okay, turn off the Bob Marley and hand over the catnip you're done okay?" And I've been trying to do a bunch of uh, cat material that, let's see, what was one? Oh, yeah, um, when I got him, he was this little, tiny, little kitten, and I named him Squeaky because he was like this little squeaky thing, and now he's like a two-year-old linebacker, and I'm afraid his friends are going to make fun of him, and he'll have to say, they call me Mr. Squeaky. And since it is Columbus Day, I, um, I would like you all to encourage the thought that we should have closed the borders in 1491 would have saved a lot of trouble. And I can't really do my one of my favorite jokes is that you know I've seen the lineup and I think it's really great to see guys getting into comedy. No, I think we need to support it. Come on, they're tr- <laughs> they're trying really hard. And um, oh yeah, my birthday's coming up. I'm going to be 77. Um. I've decided I'm going to add to my age because they're going to go she looks really good for 77. No I'm going to be 62 but um, I'm going to change my age on purpose. Uh, I don't know how that one's going to work. Uh, and let's see. Um, oh yeah you know this is really great to be here and I used to do a lot of temp work. I was a Kelly girl and I hate that term though Kelly girl that's so demeaning. I prefer the term Kelly chick and uh, next month I'm going to be a Kelly broad and this is actually a temp job right here so I'm going to need you all to sign my time card before I leave. I hope you don't mind. Um, And I talk about coffee like I'm such a coffee addict. I had to go to coffee drinkers anonymous and they had an open wine bar in the back. It was really weird but I um, I like my coffee like I like my men. I finish them off in the bathroom at Starbucks. So anyway, that's my time, tha- and I'm Rebecca Ward.
11: Give it up. <laughs> All right, Rebecca, one liner comic. Is that pegging you right? Um, I think one good thing with one liner comedy is it's great. Uh, one thing to remember is that you don't have to do it too much, but if you can occasionally draw back one of your one liners to a previous one liner, uh, you know, people really appreciate the connection. I think that yeah. it adds a little more to your set. Otherwise. Like a callback. Yeah, a little bit of a callback. Otherwise it just kinda feels like a lot of stuff running on. You know what I mean? And so it kinda gets hard to track. Like uh I don't know, like you're talking about you're like messing up the age, well it's in cat years or something like that. You can come mm-hmm. back to your cat jokes. Like yeah. something just some way you can just one little tag, right? Mm-hmm. And I know I don't know if your your preference is to keep tagging things up, but um, I think that
14: Sometimes, you, and some of my friends will help me tag. Uh, yeah. I've got one friend, he's a tag monster and I'm mm-hmm. like, it's okay the way it is. You don't have to keep you don't yeah. have to bury it and forget the premise.
11: Yeah, totally. And that's the thing is that that's, we do want to put a hat on a hat sometimes because we've got something that we know gets a reaction and we want to get all the, all the reaction we can out of it. But you can't go too far with it. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, definitely be mindful of that. Um, Let's say the monopoly one. You do have an opportunity for that to be a little more specific, of like you know, name one of the properties, because monopoly is a you know well-known enough reference that you can you know get away with that. Be like you know, Broadway or Park Place or you know one of the one of the big ones, and then you know he puts you into like whatever the shitty ones were, you know Baltic Avenue or something like that. Yeah. (laughs)
7: Yeah.
11: Um, Or you could draw that back to you talked about the Comcast thing. He's one of the utilities in Monopoly, right? Um, Something along those lines. Um, I like the border closing joke. Draw I it out. Just came up with that. Draw yeah. it out a little bit. The int- The when you lead into it, make people think you're bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like, need to
14: work on the wording and where. Yeah, does it go I mean, if
11: you just came wording, up with it. That's fine. Yeah. Totally. It's that's a good. It's good bones. Uh, just I would say draw at the beginning of it a little bit like you know it, it's it's tough to do this especially in fucking san francisco but like <laughs> draw out the rhetoric and like really mirror some like fox news shit and then you drop oh the yeah 82 compare it line. to the
14: border crossings. yeah yeah, yeah it's okay,
11: like you know, yeah. they're caravans and shit like that yeah, you know yeah. um and then, I don't know if you go blue much, but Kelly Bitch would be the best final yeah, evolution I, I, of that. Uh, I used to
14: say Kelly Broad because I'm, I'm mostly um, a clean comic, but fuck. Um, well,
11: if you about. get, yeah, if you get, <laughs> if you're mostly a clean comic and then you've done this, like, evolution, and then you drop, like, one, you know, Kelly slut or yeah. something like yeah. that, you know. Yeah, like it, it, it surprises people a little bit if you're willing to do that. Um, and then one last note, just kind of about cultural references in general. Always just run them by other people because... My problem with cultural references is that I always think everyone knows the same shit I do, and yeah. you know, yeah. you you did the Mr. Tibbs line, or uh, or whatever, yeah. yeah. And so like
14: they call me Mr. Squeaky. Yeah,
11: and that you know, maybe at this point in in this day and age, thirty to forty percent of your audience is gonna understand yeah. that.
14: Do you think it they'll get the Nixon jokes? Can I bring those back? Yeah,
11: probably not. Yeah, you might be SOL there. Just <laughs> just say Trump instead. It'll everyone will get it. Um. <laughs> That's all I got. Anyone got okay, anything? Great. I don't know. Some other people. Yeah. Your, your bit about your cat.
6: I just thought it sounded like a perfect California sober joke of like, are you high, but you're not drinking mm-hmm. something like that. Also, I don't know, like catnip? Is it legal? Is it illegal? Or kind of where my brain was what state, going? What state am I in? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can I take this on a plane? Um, mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. And um, what was the other one that you were talking about?
11: Well, I talked about ago? almost all of them. So
6: Talked about all mm-hmm. of them. Oh! Um, the Monopoly one yeah. uh, was like a lot of thi- like I thought of Mount Rushmore and how it used to be called something else. So like, properties and Monopoly used to have a uh, oh, name yeah, from indigenous yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, that yeah. used yeah. to be called this. You know, but
14: I, I found out from my friend who tags a lot that most um, U.S. states are from Indian tribe yeah. names. So Wisconsin, yeah. you know, oh, Massachusetts,
11: yeah. all that shit. Oh, yeah, the whole, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was that was what I. Had. Yeah. yeah. So oh, like thanks. Park Place used to be like Chattanooga. Blah blah blah. <laughs> you know.
8: Yeah.
11: Uh, probably got time for one more.
8: Along the same lines as like um, um, cultural references and and trying to get like uh, I I had the same thing when you when you m- mentioned Halliburton like I I feel yeah. like the a lot of the controversy around them is kind of like yeah you much could probably older. get a more, so more. you get more probably go with more like recent like like something like Raytheon or something yeah. like that as yeah. like a good company yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah
11: yeah something a little more yeah that's a good point
7: mm-hmm. yeah uh, that's good.
11: That's it we got for Rebecca, everyone. Thanks for, uh, thanks for that, Rebecca. Thanks, everyone. Keep this thing moving. We got Jared Senna coming up to the stage. Where? There he is.
5: Jared Senna, let's go. Hey, guys, remember me? Hey, guys. One of the things I like about San Francisco is there's a lot of gays here. I fuck with the gays. I say that because I dated a couple bisexual women in college. It's a real eye-opening experience for me and the women I dated. I learned to be more empathetic to what gay people go through on a daily basis. And the women I dated realized that they don't like men. Um, uh... like the prime demographic... of men that bisexual women like to go for. You know... Some small... I have a septum piercing, and I have short hair. I look like a lesbian, basically. And I'm very open to getting pegged. That's just a stupid tag that I added. Uh, okay. Uh. Uh. Graduated from college, guys. Uh. Thank you. Graduated with a degree in creative writing. Not sure you guys know what creative writing is, but it's pretty much just a fancy way of saying barista. Uh I did learn a lot from creative writing though. I learned that in order to be a good writer, you have to read a lot. So I've been reading uh jokes that other people wrote. Ah. Can you guys tell that's the one I'm working on? <laughs> Ah, fuck. (laughs) Yeah, I actually found a couple of good ones. The problem is, I don't know if they'll work for me, but they're really funny. Can I try it out with you guys? Alright, cool. Thanks, Brendan Fraser. Alright, here's one. As a black man in America... No? Alright. That used to kill, but it just doesn't kill anymore, okay? Alright, how about this one? My vagina is so fat. I have to use a mop as a tampon. Alright, this joke's going fucking horrible! I'm a hypocrite, I didn't stay in the pocket. Alright, anyways, alright, one more that I'm working on. Uh... Alright, I told you guys this, but Marty didn't hear it, so... Uh, A lot of homeless people here. I work in downtown SF, so I deal with uh, crackheads a lot. Um, They're a little erratic and unpredictable, but they're really misunderstood. They're just nice people if you get to know them. You just have, it's just every once in a while you have to remind them that a coffee shop isn't the place to be jerking off. I can never get that joke to work, but we're gonna fucking make it, Monday Night Mutiny crowd. That's my fucking time. <laughs> All right.
11: Give it up for Jared, everyone. Um, so the first bit, I fuck with the gays and you lead in this whole thing. I felt like there was a lot of lines that you dropped in there that felt like there, you were going to go somewhere with it and you didn't. So it's either take those out or go somewhere with them. But like There's one part where you said like they were bisexual, now they're not, and you never talk about that again. You just start talking about how you look like you could be a lesbian. Right? And it's like, it's like they they wanted the most like the least man man they could find, and they didn't even want that after they were done with me. Like not like all the manhood I could bring to it was like they and they they said no to that. Like that's that's where you're going with that joke because essentially you're it's a long lead into a look like joke, which is good. I like that. I prefer really prefer when people don't just come out with like I look like this. I like that it to be part of a bit a greater bit that they're saying something about. So I think that's the right way to go about it. But then what is what does you mean looking like that mean? Right? Looking like that meant that like even though they tried this, like they still were turned off to men, all the bisexuals I dated are now lesbians. Here's why. I think that's what that's I think that's that's a great direction for you to go with that, right? Um, the uh, Okay, I was glad you fucking actually came up with stuff for the jokes the other people were writing. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck's he doing? Um have you done that much on stage? Have you done that much at like
5: shows? Uh, Those other two jokes, the last two jokes, no.
11: Okay. So I, I kind of like the concept. You might catch a little bit of flack for like, it's, it's a little bit of like, you know, basic, like, I can't do this joke comedy. I think the way you turn it around is you do one by some like You do read like a good joke and then you reveal it by it was like Bill Cosby or something. Like at the end, it's like, Oh, you guys like that one? That was Bill Cosby. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> Cause if you're going to do that, like if you're going to do it, you got to stick with it and you've got to have a good payoff. Cause again, that's another thing that big lesson that I've always had to take away is that like, if you're going to have a long lead into something. If you're going to make a big production out of it, it's got to have a really strong payoff at the end or people will lose trust in the rest of your lead ins. Right. It's yeah. like, Oh fuck, where's he going with this? Is he going to finish it? Right. Yeah. Um, Started writing something and I just completely stopped. What was the last thing you said
5: about homeless people?
11: Oh, yeah. I think I just wanted to say, like, what so it sounds like that's very new, right? What is what is it you're trying to get at there? Yeah, what is what is the it's a premise you said a premise out loud. What is funny to you in there?
5: Yeah, it's just you know, they are the homeless here are very unpredictable, unpredictable, but in my experiences, I like them more than customers that have rushed me for their <laughs> drinks or rush me for their order. It's yeah. Just, You'd rather
11: yeah. deal with the guy jerking off in the bathroom because at least you know what he's doing. Yeah. You know, he went to the bathroom always jerking off. When I this guy orders a drink, I don't know if he's going to fucking yell at me for getting the name wrong or something like that, right? Yeah. Like, what is it? it whenever you write down a premise and it's like, you know, you generally just kind of wrote something down, just it's like, what is the funny part about this to me? Is it that it, because uh, the premise, I think it's harder for me to start from a premise, right? Harder to start from a premise than a punchline because with a premise you're trying to find the funny, right? So find the funny first. Don't go trying about writing a joke around it. Find out whatever you think is funny about it, and then try to go from there. Yeah. A lot of the times we start we we, we try to start with punchlines. If we haven't already come up with the punchline, don't come up with the punchline until you have the premise built out solid. If you're starting from a premise, yeah. The
5: setups most the most yeah. the setups a problem the problem
11: setup and it's you know it's not storytelling, so you you do have to come up with a punchline eventually. But start with the build and get that right first, and then you can figure out the punchline later. But if you if you try to figure out the punchline without figuring out something funny about it first, then you it's gonna be directionless, and you're gonna have really trouble connecting dots, and then you're gonna start making logical leaps, and it's gonna be difficult.
5: Okay, okay. Uh, that's that was why. actually really helpful. Yeah,
15: yeah. Uh, that's all I got. Anyone else got anything? What's up, bro? <laughs> you turn the women straight because you're so effeminate. <laughs> right, like, after dating you, they discovered that they actually like men. They, they stopped dating women entirely. <laughs> <And they're> like,
6: <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I like that.
16: Um, that's really funny. It was along the lines of something I was thinking, um, like, because you're like, oh, I learned compassion, empathy, and really, bisexual women in college get a lot of, like, love and props. They don't get persecuted, so... Um, I was thinking something maybe funnier. You could say, like, uh, I learned it's not just a phase. She learned she actually likes men, especially if you go through, like, them liking you because you look like a lesbian.
6: Yeah.
5: Okay.
14: Yeah. I go think the other way,
6: yeah.
16: Oh, I think if you hone in specifically on one bisexual woman you dated in college, you can be like, I fucks with the gays, specifically bisexual college women, and just get a little more specific. You could even talk about her and
11: um, yeah, because if you say her. yeah, I, I I I like that because when you come out the fucks with the gays thing, there's a really long lag and nobody knows if you're gonna say something funny right after that or not. So use it to just lead into something because it it sounds like I, I know that probably gets a good good reaction sometimes, but try to avoid 50-50 because that sometimes is just gonna confuse people and be like, all right, what the fuck did he just say? Because like you don't immediately come out with a line after that, and so yeah, try to keep that goodwill, especially if that's something with you're leading with. Off the, Okay. Um, I think that's all the time we got for you. So. All right. Thanks, Jared. Give it up for Marty, everybody. Cool. Uh, let's get Kaiser up here.
7: <laughs>
11: Your clock
15: started. Okay. <laughs> Finished joke. I find bumper stickers very convincing. Sometimes I'll be stuck in traffic. I'll be like, yeah, the back of that car is right. I will coexist. I had been on my way to deliver a scathing indictment of Taoism, but look how the yin-yang is the little s. People who uh, have Christianity bumper stickers always drive exactly like Jesus, who lived 2,000 years ago and had never seen a car. Jesus' friends would be on a boat. He'd be like, no, it's cool. I'm going to walk. Something in progress. Uh... Buddy mine likes to go camping. He calls it camping. I don't call it camping. I think at the point where you've strapped a studio apartment into the bed of your F-150, you are not camping. You are gentrifying a small part of the woods. It is. It is already too expensive to find a campsite. What's next? I'm going to have to compete with a Starbucks. Right. Uh, premise. Uh, I was. Driving the other day, I turned right in a parking lot and the guy behind me thought that I had cut him off and he was very upset and he drove up in his big white truck next to me, nothing like my tiny borrowed rental car. See, he's a real man and I'm a scared little bitch. And so he rolled down his window and he's gesturing to me because he wants to have a conversation about what a bad driver I am. And I'm just trying to pull forward slightly because unlike him, I am not a good driver. He's an excellent driver, I didn't. Uh, I didn't have the moral fortitude to accept his feedback, and uh, so I couldn't see through his truck. And uh, he didn't want to leave, and so I uh, eventually just took the risk and I turned left onto the highway without being able to see what was past. And and I saw that he had turned right and gone home, where I assume that he had pleasured his wife with his enormous penis uh, and made lots of money at his yeah. job. Um, thank you. <sighs> Alright, uh, let
11: see, the coexist sticker bit, um, yeah, it can coexist with your shitty driving or something like that, like, make it clear they're the piece of shit, right? If you're just talking about the bumper sticker, it's just like, you gotta paint a picture of who has that bumper sticker on their car and why you're mad at them and, like, why the, why it's, the, what's the contrast here of the, because co- that's what usually it is, right? It's like, you see the coexist sticker. And you don't even notice it until they do something shitty. And then you see the coexist sticker and you're like, fuck you, you know, like extra fuck you for having that on there while you're doing this. Right. Like that's, I, I like, I like the yin yang bit. Like, Oh, like you're making fun of it. Well, but I think there needs to be more of a setup as to why you're angry with this person. You know what I mean? Um, I like the, the gentrification camping bit. Uh, say it's maybe gentrification but there was no black people to get rid of when you're camping. <laughs> Unless it's, like, Black Bears or something. Uh, that's that's the only thing I would say about that one. Um, I like the idea of the truck story, but I think you just got to be more ridiculous all the way through. I think you're just way too tame with it. I think that, you know, you only get really ridiculous about it towards the end, and, like, you're praise for the sky And, like... And you got to be praising him while pointing out that he's shitty, right? Like, you know, oh, like your your truck notes are so polished, you know? Like that's I can see those from fucking space, you know? Or something, you know, like really lay into the fact that like, oh, you think you're cool and here's why, you know, this is what I would sound like if I was praising you for all these shitty fucking things you are, right? And But they got to be more big, ridiculous. I heard like, you know, think Gilbert Gottfried, you know, like go big on that one. Yeah. Um that's what I've got. Anyone got anything?
6: Um the bumper sticker bit seems like a joke bucket kind of thing of like literally <laughs> just taking taking bumper stickers at their word of like like make America great again it's like I will. I yeah. will do that today. Yeah, thank you. Um Thanks and for also the suggestion. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, or yeah. like Conflicting messages of different bumper stickers, I think of, of like.
11: Oh, it's one, like you got coexist and then like a Bernie one. sticker. It's like, well, yeah. which is that? I thought everyone could yeah. fucking be together, you know? Like. Yeah.
6: But, yeah, it seems like a thing that you could just pull a bunch of things out and just, I'm just going to do everything that the bumper stickers tell me. It's a better way to live life yeah. than. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. To not have to choose.
11: Yeah. Yeah. The, and then like to take the advice of this person who just cut you off. Yeah. You know, like that's, that's like the ridiculousness of bumper stickers. You only never, like I said, you only never notice someone, when someone does something shitty and then you're supposed to take their advice and like live your life this way. Yeah. That's, that's a great point. Uh, anyone else? Thank you. All right. Fuck you guys later. Uh, <laughs> let's see. All right. Next we got uh, Sean Rosa, Sean Rosa. Let's do it.
8: Thank you, everybody. Um, All right. My childhood priest was actually one of the ones named in Spotlight. Yeah. Anybody else's childhood trauma critically acclaimed? It was real wild watching that movie and hearing his name come up because it actually flashed me back to a memory I had where I was left alone, unsupervised by any other adults in that guy's house. And it was just so frightening to realize how dangerously close I was to being in a movie with Mark Ruffalo. I've been dating a bit on the apps and what have you, and uh, I've noticed that a lot of people on the dating apps are very averse to small talk, don't Don't wanna deal with small talk. And I love small talk. It's just like, who, who do you think you are that you're better than a how's your day, you know? Like I love small talk. I think I think skipping small talk and getting to like the more existential stuff immediately, I think that sets a bad precedent that you just can't de-escalate from. And it's just like the longer it just like I feel like it just has to continue up until the point where you're just like, Honey, I think I found out how we can kill God. Do you wanna get dinner or is that too pedestrian for you? Like I, I was, I was on Hinge, and I matched with a lady, and her profile said, "Skip the small talk. Ask me something deep." And I was like, "Okay." Uh, I was like, "Hey, what's a what's a really deep thought that you've had lately?" And she was like, uh, "I've noticed uh, that the human social network is actually modeled after the mycelium network of fungi." I was like, wow, how'd you, how'd you come up with that? And she was like, uh, I had an epiphany at an EDM concert. Like you could have just said you were on mushrooms. I don't know why you had to dance around it like that. And then she was like, oh, how about you? What's a, what's a deep thought that you've had? And I was like, I've actually noticed that, um, all of human memory is actually like this, like Ouroboros loop. That has no beginning or end. Like all of our memories are just in this circle that just repeats forever. It's a lot like a, it's a lot like a bagel. It's all like a poppy seed bagel. I'm on heroin right now. Um, I think technology is very interesting and and often concerning. Um, yeah, I think. I think technology has made everything a lot more accessible and unfortunately that means a lot of all, all of the all of the bad stuff is also now like incredibly accessible. <laughs> like, like you can order a pizza and have it delivered to you and not even have to close out of your blog of anti Semitic conspiracy theories. <laughs> it's like I got pepperoni because you know who doesn't want me to have it. Uh, all right that's all for me everybody.
11: <laughs> uh great stuff man. You've uh great delivery, great writing. I like what you, I like what you're we you got going out there. Thank um you. do you know who played the priest in Spotlight?
8: Uh he he was not an actor. It was just his name was mentioned a couple of times just like when they were going through like the oh, names too of the
11: like Yeah. Okay. Th- that would have been a good opportunity, but that's that's pretty funny. Uh that was a great bit. I don't have a lot to add to that. That's pretty pretty lean, pretty good punch. Uh, the remark Ruffalo thing's great. Thank you. Um, the small talk love that. Uh, how, how are you too good for how's your day? I think this is a great opportunity to express outrage at something mundane. Yeah. You know, and I think you could, this is, this is one where keep adding hats to that hat and like really express anger there. It's like, who the fuck do you think you are? You know, like over the top anger, because yeah. of something inconsequential like you oh you don't like small talk you piece of shit you know like i like i, I like you start and the, the start is great i think keep going you Definitely. know what i mean yeah thank you i uh, like that a lot um <laughs> this is probably not a line to use but the first thing when you thought about deep thought or asked me mm-hmm. something deep i'd said how deep is your vagina uh <laughs> 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 um there is and this is an opportunity this is another d- like probably a little dumb thing to throw in there but you said like yo know, you had why'd you have to dance around it because you're at an EDM show hmm. yeah I see why you're dancing around it because you were literally dancing around it right <laughs> it's I don't know there's probably maybe something there but maybe not I don't know might be might be something where you've already kind of touched on it but I don't know worth thinking about um I think that's all I got yeah
0: I, I was just gonna say you know comedy doesn't have to be true. So find an actor who played one of the priests in that movie, and then find another... And just say that he, that was the priest that, you know... Yeah, I like,
11: I like that idea. And
0: then, find another movie that actor was in. Okay. And then maybe you watch that movie, and you go into, like, some sort of, like, a PTSD, you know, mental yeah. breakdown. Yeah, It'd be great yeah. if it was, like, a comedy.
11: Or if it was, like, a, he, like, voiced, like, a in a Pixar movie. Yeah. And yeah. So like, every time you see, like, fucking, like, a bee, you're like, fuck! <laughs> you know, I... I, I you, He's right, take some liberties. There, there's a good opportunity there.
8: All right, yeah.
11: Um, anyone else? Okay, great. Sean Rose, thanks All a lot. I like it, I like it. All right, we just got two more. Uh, next up, Ruben. Ruben!
0: So, uh, next month, you guys hear me okay? Uh, next month, uh, Dolly Parton is going to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm like, for what? Top heavy metal? Uh, but yeah, she's not really rock and roll. You know, she's America's greatest country trio. That's about it. She's so country, they've actually been wanting to uh, replace all their yeah, statues of Robert E. Lee with statues of Dolly Parton. That's a bad idea y'all can imagine some guy just you know you know how guys are they're gonna see dolly parton statue they're gonna reach up try to get to second base things are gonna fall right on them it's too top heavy like you're gonna like s- like have a sheriff or deputy come over he's like hey jolene yeah this is sergeant kenny hey listen i'm down here at the islands in the stream you have the dolly parton statue yeah it looks like we got another nine two five that's right Dolly toppled on another one. Now we really should, should put some signs up on, up on down here. Caution: Falling Boulders. Oh yeah, this poor bastard didn't even know what hit him. His face looks like a plate of hash browns at the Waffle House, mothered and covered. know yeah, no need to send the coroner down here. I could tell you the cause of death, motorboating accident. That, one, that one's uh, semi-done. Um, and this is what I kind of wrote on the way out here. Um, so I get, like, really bad o- OCD, like, when I leave my house in the morning. Like, I'll pull out of the garage. I'll hit the little button, right? I see, I watch the garage door close. And then I'll be, like, halfway down the road, and I say to myself, I'm pretty sure I closed the garage door. So then you have to turn around. And I got to make sure. I got to see. I got to memorize it. You know what that's like? You, you guys been there, right? Like you, like you wake up one morning after a really long drunken night, you know, you're next to some naked girl, right? And you're like, I'm pretty sure I pulled out. I'm almost positive I pulled out. You know, but then nine months later, you know, the phone rings. And it's a bill collector because your bill for p- Planned Parenthood is five months past due. Because you're pretty sure you paid it. You know, so that's what I I was working on earlier today. I don't think I really have much else.
11: All right, Ruben. Um, Pun guy. Big pun guy. Um, Puns are all about delivery, is what I wrote down. So, I don't know. How long have you been doing this?
0: Uh, Second year live. Okay. Before that, I just wrote a lot.
11: Okay, yeah. So, I don't know. The greats, watch your favorite people, watch the delivery, kind of pick something to go with that feels like, slow down the delivery, enunciate, you know, because you're not, the, the these aren't about, like, the energy you're bringing or, like, the weird comparisons you're drawing. You're just, you're doing a lot of references. So, really slow it up and lead in and, like, really enunciate a lot of stuff, yeah. right? Because, you know, it, it, I think it just helps a lot with that specific type of uh, comedy. Um, I said the Something about this, this, the, the Robert E. Lee statues, it's like, uh, this is only going to ensure that the South will rise again, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's a good one. Um, if you're going to do three minutes on Dolly Parton, you better know that everyone knows all those fucking references. <laughs> I mean, obviously everyone knows she's got the cans, but you're doing the islands in the stream. You're doing a lot of like Jolene, all this stuff, you know, just keep a member the, the pop culture references are not as ubiquitous necessarily as you think they are. So um, just keep that in mind. That's may, maybe not gonna be a sure thing. I, I actually
0: knowing. will adjust material, like at an open mic, just by the crowd. Like if it's yeah. an older crowd, yeah, I might pull into out some it, material the, yeah, like yeah. that,
11: so. Yeah, just just one thing, always be mindful. I It's just a problem I used to have a lot. It was just like, I always have to run my, else. Um, I, I like the Planned Parenthood bit. I think, I, I see where you're going with it. Um, it's a misdirect, right? Um, I think that if you're going to be ridiculous, do one more ridiculous and even more ridiculous, right? You start very, you know, you forget your, your oven's on your garage. You pull out and forgot to pay the Planned Parenthood bill. um, And then you're like, Oh, not again. Or something like that. And then like one more, it's like, Oh, that body you buried, like did it go six feet or did you, you know, put all that, you know, something like that. Yeah. Get more ridiculous. Cause I mean, if you're going to, spend all the time might as well go big you know that's my thought uh, anyone else have anything Ruben? for Reuben?
6: this is maybe too big of a note like too general but when you said they were gonna replace all of the Robert E. Lee statues with Dolly Parton I was like really stoked about that idea and I think you may find a lot of people are like on board with that idea yeah <laughs> so there might be something of like, it may be worth considering depending on how the audience takes that, mm-hmm. that news of like, is there a
11: good version of this? Like, a like is there a good news? Comedy. Is there? Yeah. yeah. Like, is there? A, a just good like news the inflection of you of put yeah. onto it. Just you know what to expect is like, oh, you, did you hear about this? And then based on the reaction, you say like, well, well, but there's some good sides to it. It's like, yeah, I know, isn't that great? But here's yeah. a, here's a problem with it, mm-hmm. or you know, just. Just be ready with whatever wording you're going to need to make that transition. That's a good point. Okay. The, you do that joke in the Central Valley in California. It's going to go differently than when you do it in Oakland. <laughs> uh, uh, cool. Uh, anyone else? No? All right. Great. Thank you, Ruben.
3: Move your big ass around
11: this. All right. So I can work do on one final thing. one. Uh, we're going to bring up Jenny Mulaney.
7: Tonight, you're a star.
16: I love that Prince has been playing this whole afternoon, evening, whatever we've been doing. Um, okay, I guess I'll start with my my finish bit. Uh, my parents are getting to that age where I'm just so grateful they're still living 3,000 miles away. Uh, my mom is an alcoholic with borderline personality disorder and four domestic violence arrests. Um, so whenever I'm dating a guy... I, I never bring him home to meet her until I'm absolutely certain I never wanna see him again. I don't have kids, I don't know what kind of mom I'd be, but I do know I would do everything differently than the way she did it, starting with having an abortion. Um, and for in progress, um, I've had worsening hip pain for two months um, so I went to the chiropractor, and I was like, what's wrong? He's like, well, technically, there's nothing wrong with you. Um, your your hips have just been overused. Your pelvis is too loose and open because you're a slut. <laughs> um, so he's making me wear this, like, fancy device around my hips. Um, I don't remember what it's called. I just call it my chastity belt. Uh,
4: Black Black Plastic Mutiny Radio dot FM
9: Joy these Tuesdays have given us the fact that a lot of people who can't make it on the weekends who can't afford the bread that the usual shows cost and come here on Tuesday nights and hang out and listen to some of the new sounds coming on in the Bay Area. Uh, past Tuesday night people are some of the other people who will be playing this week. Santana started on the Tuesday here. Power started on the Tuesday. And this is another group I think in the months and the years to come we're going to hear a lot from. Would you welcome please Marlock.